and you're such an easy interview you're so good in front of the camera and the mic so that's why it's like it's almost like cheating <laughs> the only person easier than you is uh josh bridges i can see that yeah he's super easy yeah i'm somewhat politically correct josh is zero politically correct i love it about him eric maciel the engineer the guy doing the switching is on the desk across from me and the other corner on his phone is matthew bischel head of crossfit social media and the guest for the podcast is that my phone yep just the guest is dan bailey of uh crossfit games infamy fame history history uh we um we got a picture up on the monitor do you recognize that picture uh, i do when where i believe that was 2015 regionals in del mar do you know what event it was i don't remember actually it might have been after the last event are you celebrating because you won or because you know you're going to the games uh both i won the last event and i won the regional it's weird because you and i are friends and so there's like so much we've talked about that's that I feel is like, I know this is going to surprise you, that's like off limits or that wouldn't be sincere if I said it. So, so that's that. That's just a statement. Okay, yeah, I have no yeah, idea. What no you conclusion. Okay. I'm right. just talking, sure. talking, sharing some of my thoughts. Sure. When you go to a regional, how certain are you that you're going to the CrossFit Games? You uh, damn oh, every, every time. Say that again, sorry. Every time. I would imagine... Uh, most athletes should feel that way or a large portion of the athletes feel that way when they show up to the regional you just know you're going to the games this is just a stepping stone you know and you believe it yeah more so than you know that when you go to the games that you're going to win the games I mean it's, it's more certain than that correct and so when you don't make it to the games when does that creep in like like when does it creep in that, oh, shit, I'm not going to the games? Something's uh, gone terribly wrong. 2015 or 2016, it didn't happen until after the last event because it was still in my – the ball was still in my court. I still could have gone with the last event. I just needed to perform well, and I didn't, so I didn't go. And the, I didn't lose it there. I lost it in events prior to that, making mistakes, those kind of things. And you cross the finish line, and you know you're not going to make it? Oh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know who's in front of you, you know the point spread, and you know what the points are between first and tenth, right? How that point drop off goes. It's pretty easy to get a ballpark figure in your head that, yeah, I didn't, I didn't make up enough ground on these two people or these three people or whoever. And then you hear a lot of people, and I haven't heard you say this, but and I tried to talk to you, I think, after the games in 2016, after the regionals. Um, I followed you for a pretty long, pretty long walk. I probably followed you with the camera for like three minutes. A um, couple people gave you hugs. You went into the far back corner of the tent. I think you went through the motions of maybe making a drink. Yeah, and maybe. Pa and packing some of your packing shit up. Packing my stuff up. Maybe yeah. mixing a drink. Yep. Um, Aggressive movements, not temper tantrum, but aggressive zipping, uh, opening the zipper, closing the zipper, setting your bag down. Sure. Making it very uncomfortable for me. Yeah, so I read that correctly. You did not seem too stoked to talk to Spock. No, <laughs> but I did. 
Did you? I don't know. You didn't ask a lot of questions, I which probably made me more upset because you were just sticking the camera in my face. Like, uh, I just want to capture the raw emotion, and I'm like, I don't want anything to do with you right now, but it's part of the thing, so... Hold that thought. Um, what are you? Th- are you beating yourself up? Oh, completely. Furious. And what is it like? I let my mom down, or I'm a fucking idiot, or what is it? Uh, you blew it. Like you, you had your shot and you dropped the ball. Like it's just you feel embarrassed, you feel upset, you're disappointed. You work all all year long for that, and then can't even take you know top five. And you're a better athlete than that, and you know it, and you didn't do it. Um. So that's that's not easy to handle. Uh, Tim Noakes at the health conference in at the CrossFit Games this year, he played a clip. I want to say it was of Mark Allen. And Mark Allen was saying, to be a champion, you have to be crazy, crazy arrogant. You have to have such self-belief in yourself. And I'm paraphrasing. But you also have to have insane humility because you have to go put it all on the line in front of these big crowds. Does that Does that resonate with you at all? I think so. I think it just gets displayed maybe a little bit differently, I guess. Like I'm I'm more of an introvert to around most people. When I get around people that I don't know, I'm I'm a little bit quieter. I don't like talking about what my goals are or what my what I believe I'm capable of doing or anything like that. Um but every year I've been at the games I've felt like I'm good enough to win, that I can win and I need to perform. I need to have a really flawless weekend to do that because I know that other athletes may be overall better than me, more talented than me, but that doesn't mean that I can't have, you know, my weekend, knock it out of the park and take home a championship. Uh, are you, are you, are you waning as an athlete? Are we seeing like two things? We're seeing the CrossFit games athletes sort of waxing in their um, abilities and skill levels. And then we also have you who's, who's, you know, on a decline. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at, you know, retesting some workouts and redoing some of those and just be data driven about it. I think that every year, without a doubt, the competition field gets a little bit tougher. I mean, uh, that's not to say it wasn't tough in like 2012 with Froning and Kalipa and all these other people still competing because it was. But um, when the talent pool goes up, the there's just less room for error. There's less room for mistakes. There's less room for mistakes in your training. So potentially, but to, to tell you the truth, if my like training is like, or if I'm declining, I don't know, I'd have, if I start going back and repeating all these workouts, it's like, yeah, you can't even touch something that you did in 2012, then yeah, I'd answer yes. Um, how- Do you think if you'd gone into the regional this year, 100% would qualify for the games? Oh, I was 100%. Going in. Oh, you were? Yeah, I felt great going in. I felt like I was well prepared. I felt like uh, everything was pretty much good to go. Um, I don't like answering those questions. I have a hard time with the, uh, that's not to say that it's not fair to ask them, but my answer to those questions all the time is that's not what happened. I didn't go to regionals because I got hurt. Other people didn't. Either they, they probably they might have prepared better than me, they might have gotten ready for the workout better than me, and they, they just did things right. Maybe I didn't. You guys lost me. What are you saying? You're saying you really are injured, but you don't want to admit it because it's an excuse? No, I was, I, no. was, I was under the impression he was injured going into the regional. No, no, I was not. And what no. question don't you like to answer? Uh, the what if. Like, uh, oh, the what, what oh. if you would have done differently? What if you would have oh, done better in this oh. event or that would have happened? It's like, right. well, it didn't happen. So 
Right. I'm not going to say that like, yeah, I would have mopped the floor with everybody at regionals if I didn't tear my pec because that's not what happened. And I don't want to take away the hard work of the other athletes who went out there and did it. You know, do you do um, speaking engagements at churches? I've done, uh, I don't know, maybe three or four over the past five years. Do you like it? Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I do like it when, depending on what I'm brought in for or, you know, whatever, everyone that I've done, I've enjoyed. And are you just free flowing? Yeah. Most of it's just sharing my story and kind of how I got to where I got to and, um, why it is the way that I am. By sharing your story, you mean like your religious awakening, your blossoming as a kind of how I, uh, how I became a Christian when I started following Jesus Christ and how that's kind of changed my life and how that's intertwined with everything uh, that I've done, those kind of things. How come you don't do that more with the platform you have? Well, explain that. What do you mean? You, th- you would think that... I hang around you a fair amount. Yeah. I follow you on Instagram. Right. I don't... Um, I don't hear you... Um, I, I don't... I don't I don't see you. I don't see you talking about it as much as like, um, you know, like I like Harley Davidsons. I like my Harley Davidson. I feel like I talk about Harley Davidson more than you talk about Jesus. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> but so, maybe, but, okay, maybe but, you only well, talk about it with the, your your, no, your the, group, or maybe I'm not that close to you. But I just don't see it on your Instagram. Right. Or, like I mean, sure. it's occasionally, but I just don't. Um, I know. I I don't know. I'm making the assumption that it's a huge part of your life. And like, it wouldn't You're, surprise me if you became a pastor one day or a preacher or yeah. went on the circuit, you know? So you're making the assumption that my Instagram world reflects exactly who I am as a, as a real person based on what I put pictures up with. And that wouldn't be a very accurate thing. Like putting pictures up and, you know, throwing a Bible verse somewhere isn't, I mean, sure, that's an aspect of sharing the gospel. That's an aspect of uh, professing your faith. But I try to focus way more on day-to-day action and how I talk with other people and my friendships there and the relationships that I build there, not a relationship that I build on the Internet. So I do have a lot of conversations and direct messages with people who have questions about it, uh, people who have either just came to Christ or wonder why, why do you you know, hashtag this Bible verse all the time. What does considerate nothing mean? And that just gives me a platform to answer that question there. So while, no, I mean, I guess I'm not meeting your quota for my biblical references on Instagram. Uh, I'm not too concerned about. So you're more the guy who will um, show us you jumping high onto a box jump than to be preaching about how high you jump. Oh, correct. That's a great, uh, great analogy there. How old are you, Dan? I'm 33. Are you going to do masters? No. I mean, I mean, I don't mean now. You can't do it till you're 35. I mean, when you're 35. No. You're not going to compete at the CrossFit Games as a master. No. What about team? Maybe. Depends on if I can get the right team <clears throat> or be on the right team. What would you want to do if you weren't competing? Oh, uh, what I did this year. Which uh, was at the update desk live live at the day at the games with Tommy and uh, Brooke. I had an absolute blast doing that. Do you it gave me a full new appreciation for the whole production team. And I'm a guy who's kind of been behind the curtain a little bit uh, for a while now because just because I've visited up here so much and I've hung around enough and talked to guys and see what they have to do for work and whatnot. And then being in the production meeting, seeing all the people involved, having the earpiece in and 
somebody telling you where to look and what to do. And now we're talking about this and moving along full new appreciation for how difficult that can be. But at the same time, how much fun it was. So are you saying that the reason why you're not going to compete in masters at 35 is because you're going to be, be focusing all your attention on being a broadcaster? No. Okay. I'm seeing the main reason that I would not be competing in the master's division at age 35 would be the same reason I believe that Bill Grundler gave not too long ago. Stubborn fuck. I've been, uh, egomaniac. I don't want to be in a, uh, category like that. I don't want unable be... to accept your position and status in the world. No, I'm totally able to accept it. It doesn't mean I have to go compete are you... in a category just because it doesn't mean you have to, but are you going to age gracefully? Yeah. Oh, I, I think I know what it is. You don't want to compete in the masters because it's such hard work and the accolades that come with it don't balance it out where the accolades no, that's are... actually not what i said at okay. all well, you're I'm really good at trying to put words in my mouth i'm really trying to you're figure really it out really good yeah no you're not but i'm so judgmental right now i can only assume that it's out of arrogance that you wouldn't want to do it that you think it's below you and and i'm i really want to see around that you know what I mean? Like, right. I have you pinned that way. I want to set you free. I want to be like, hey, that's not you. Or I, or I, I am accept not, you if you, that not, is let me true. Give I it get the, that let me, too. let me give it this way. I'm not, you know, the caliber of whatever you want to call it, fame, athleticism, et cetera, as Tom Brady or Allen Iverson actually would be a good example. Uh, in my mind, guy, the guy crushed it in the NBA is one of the greatest players ever lived. Nobody has any <clears> doubt about that. AI, you know, definitely. AI was unbelievable. And they started this three-on-three -three league. Yeah. and he That's was in game. it for a while and one game you know what he just didn't show up he just didn't show up for the game like right i don't know what the reason was i just know that that was the headline maybe there's some other reason behind it my point being after you've been at basically i guess the pinnacle or the top or competed with the best taking a step back from that and dedicating that much time to training and all that to take a step basically back from that i don't know if that's something that i want to do right i don't so, want to go compete in a, like, in a special like category enough Say that what? Sounds like the accolades aren't enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I mean, I see what you're saying. That's, I, I, yeah. What happens to your training? Let me, let me see. Let me see if I can. How much coverage did you do on the Masters team behind the scenes this year? Zero. Okay. Why? Uh, it just doesn't interest me. Okay. Oh. There's <laughs> sounds well, like sounds like the footage won't get enough views, or that the accolades <laughs> wouldn't be good enough, or that right. your video right. wouldn't be entertaining right. enough. Okay, well, <laughs> we do see eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I can only project onto you what I know of myself. Okay, well, <laughs> so so We're I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. So now, okay, go ahead. So Chris Spieler told Eric O'Connor and, and Matt Chan, I believe, if I ever compete in the masters slap the shit out of me uh-huh i believe that do you want one of us to slap the shit out of you if you ever do it i'll let you do that song he is now he now competed in the masters so let's 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 just kind of like speculate on what his thought I, process is what happened to him do you yeah. think that he's he thought that he was in the same place you were but he's such a fierce competitor that it just kind of overtook him and he's no here's exactly what well what i think happened based on what i've, I've seen from chris on social media and talking with him a little bit he's like hey here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna train once a day and then i'm gonna go snowboarding skiing mountain biking i'm gonna enjoy my time with my family and if I happen to make it to the Masters competition, to the to the games, I'll go. If I don't go, I'm not, I don't care. 
that was his thing. That was like what he decided was acceptable to him. I'm not going to train full time, do whatever, try to be the master's champion and train like I did when I trained for the games in the hopes of standing on top of the podium. Chris was just like, Hey, if I make it great, I'll go there. I'll serve that purpose as part of the community and I'll do it. And that'll be that. And that's what he did. I think he took second or third. I don't remember. I, I know third. Kyle won. And and I know Neil was up there. Yeah, and I think Spieler took third. And okay. so and so then what happened? And then with um, uh, Grundler, he basically competed because his brother competed. Yeah, he competed because his brother competed. That pushed him over the edge. Yeah. Okay. And don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't completely admire the Masters competitors. I mean, Ortiz and all those guys are unbelievable. Yeah, uh, he's hip he's and a, steel. I, I, I don't know him, know him, but we've hung out and chatted before. I mean, I I hope that I'm still in the gym like they're in the gym when I'm that age. Or at least have hair half that. Oh, like right? <laughs> what do you mean? Ortiz Scott. doesn't have any hair? No, no but Hip and Steel does. Oh. Ortiz is a specimen. He's a monster. Yeah. You can't. I can't stop staring at him. It's huge. Every time I see him at the games, he goes out of his way to hug me, and I'm like oh. half excited, half scared. One of the <laughs> nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see my tattoo? Yeah, it's no. terrible. It is? Yeah. You don't like nudity? Huh? You find the female body figure... Um, no, that's actually completely untrue. You find it unattractive and offensive? I don't find the female body attractive and, offen- and un- offensive. I find it very attractive and unoffensive. Uh, Dave Castro is um, doing a campaign on his Instagram to um, stir interest in the team series. To, have you have you watched any of it? I have. Did you see the one with Brooke Wells? I did. Um, did you think for a second that it was real? That what what was real? Oh, the like do you think no, the, you no, weren't like holy canned. shit, this is weird. Yeah. I want to say for a second I did. Okay, it got me. It's clever. She did a pretty good job. She's just like, no, I want to win. The way she answered it was pretty good. Who was the chick she was in bed with? That's. <laughs> That's know. like the most provocative part of the whole thing. One of her friends, I don't know who <laughs> But was. not a CrossFitter. Not that I know of. No, I don't think so. Not I a game I, lo- I just looked at her profile. I don't think she's a CrossFitter. Her si- is her sister doing track and um, CrossFit or just track? I think her sister is still just doing track. I don't, I'm not saying she doesn't do CrossFit, but I think she is on the track and field team. Because I think she said she was going to do the series team series with her sister in that. No, I think she asked. Is, she asked yeah, I, yeah, she, I, some, I think, some kind of question in there. I think Dave asked her, and then when she reposted it, she posed the question, should I do it with my sister? Right. Is Brooke Wells single? I'm don't not know. sure. I don't know. Damn, I thought I was so hoping Dan would know. <laughs> I, I, was banking on, I was banking on the <laughs> fact that, that you would know, full Dan. setup. I was so hoping Dan would be like, yeah, she is. I'd be like, I definitely, ah. I sense some hesitation. Oh, I don't know if she is. I was going to dig okay, in right yeah. there. That was going to be great. What were you going to dig in on? Why I know and how I know? Yeah, all that. All that. Just open that up. No, I don't know. I've only met Brooke maybe once or twice and kind of passing. She stayed. She was at the same hotel I was at at regionals, and she was eating breakfast with her mom, and I saw her there. Do you have any thoughts? Where's your training today? Are you? Are oh, you... I haven't been training much in the past three weeks or so. And is that normal for the, let's say you were, let's say you were on course to try to go to the games again, to make a games appearance again. Is, is this, is, is your behavior normal? 
not no. I would typically be training a little bit more, but I've had just a couple different like life events kind of go on that have acquired a lot of attention, and so I'm taking care of that. And I know that if I'm going to take care of it, I need to take care of it now. If I want to be, if I want to compete, now is the time to take care of it, not later or not in February or March during the Open, those kind of things. So anything serious? You mean like death in the family or? Oh no, uh, I bought a house. Uh, I'm going to start a new uh, position at Rogue. Um, you know, the thing at the working at the on the desk at the games, obviously. Like you guys know, there's not a lot of training going on at the games. If I wanted to train when you're working the games, uh, if I wanted to do anything, I basically just walked into a hotel gym, um, didn't warm up, made up a workout and just three, two, one, go and kind of do something, go through the motions. And you're going to get a job at Rogue. I have a job at Rogue. How long have you known Bill Henniger? Since 2010. Did, was Rogue, did Rogue Fitness have a website in 2010? Yes. Did he still own that? Did you still own the affiliate? No. He had already he, sold he had it? He sold that to uh, Graham and Brandon. Graham Holmberg? How rich is Bill Henniger? Is he just <sighs> filthy rich? I don't know. But he's rich. It depends on what you you classify as rich. I mean, I guess he lives in Ohio. He can't be that rich. I mean, you have to be rich. You live in Santa Cruz. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what are What's Bill Henniger hey, like? Can I answer this? Sure, absolutely. Can you put it on speakerphone? Yeah. Hey, you're on speaker. I'm on a podcast. With who? Speaker with who? Uh, Savon, Matt Bischel, and Eric. And that's how he Hold got on, picked for Starbucks. Spirit of the Game. You're oh, <laughs> Starbucks. Bye. Bye. And that's that was a call from Dave Castro. Yeah. And that's how he got picked for Spirit of the Games. <laughs> because he picked up that phone call. No, because he's fucking buddies with the guy. Uh, oh, it's all coming to light now. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he answers the phone in the middle of a fucking podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did I do before I answered? <laughs> you asked. Can I answer this phone yeah, call? Yeah, but come on. What? If it had been said my mom up there, you'd have been like, no, put that on hold. No, we would have said podcast. yes to anyone. You wouldn't have asked if it was your mom. Yeah, I would have. Who do you answer the phone for, no matter what, if they call? Uh, I typically answer if it's a name that I have in my phone, I answer it. I mean, unless I'm not by my phone. Like, there's out. only three people I answer, four people I answer the phone for if they call every single time. Is he one of them? No, gosh, no. My wife, <laughs> my dad, my mom, and Greg Glassman. I'll stop anything for those four. Okay. Good to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. Like taking a shower, phone rings. Nah, I don't jump out for that. <laughs> but anything else. You're in the second tier, Dan. You're in the second tier. Yeah. It's a, it's a great crowd. <laughs> it's a great crowd. Is it uh, all past the uh, Spirit of the Games winners? <laughs> uh, way past all of them. <laughs> oh. um, Katie, Katie and Bill, let's go back to them. Who wears yeah. the pants in that relationship? Oh, come on. What? Please. What? I don't know. Really? It's not my business to know. I know Bill is number one. Number one what? He owns the company. Number one in command. Oh, so does Katie have a title? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the title would be. So Bill's like the they all they all wear so many different hats, including Bill and Katie. Yeah, I see them at the games. They'll yeah, they're do, out there wrenching on the rig. I mean, yeah, they'll take the trash out. They'll do anything. Yeah, they'll do anything. Yeah, they're gnarly. Um, but you've known them for a long time, and one of them must wear the pants. You know what I mean? Like, like let me give you an example of what it means to wear the pants. Um, you're talking about a personal relationship here right now, or the business relationship because they are married. Yeah, just 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 the whole thing. Um, 
I I had uh, this guy over in my house the other day. You met him, Alex. Yeah, six five, two hundred and forty yeah. pounds. Big guy. Three. I think he showed me a video of him doing a three hundred and ten pound clean and jerk the other day. Big yeah. dude. He's he he told you I heard overheard him telling you that he can't get a motorcycle because his wife won't let him. Sure. That's his wife wears the fucking pants. No, that's respect for your wife. Well, I'm just telling you my 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 measurement. Do you th- is Bill allowed to get a motorcycle? I I don't know. I'm not going to comment on their personal. I don't know them that well in terms of their personal relationship. What about you, Savon? Who wears the pants in your relationship? I wear the pants. Oh, Haley. Jeez. I wear the pants. Let me tell I've you. I've been over at their house enough to know that. My wife told me we were only going to have two kids, so I gave her twins. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That sounds like really good. And now I have three kids. That's really good. The only thing my wife has ever told me that I can't do is I tried to set an arm wrestling table up in the living room and she just shook her head and gave me this look and I just immediately took it down. There you go. That's it. I think that's the only time I've ever been. Whatever. You're lying so bad. I'm not lying. You are. I'm not lying at all. You are. You would qualify other times that, that, you were doing things respectfully for your wife, whereas if that was in another situation, you'd say your wife wears the pants. Let me ask you this. Have you hung out with Bill and Katie more than you've hung out with me and my wife? No. I don't think that's true. I think you have. I have not. I think you've hung out with Bill and Katie more than you've hung out with me and my wife. Not socially. And no, I've hung out with you and your wife way more socially. You have an opinion about whether who wears I've the pants in out. my family, but you don't have no. an opinion about Bill and Katie, and I find that I haven't hung that out. the algebra is not. I have spent more time with just me, you, and Haley. Just the three of us hanging out, whether it's been eating dinner, going on a road trip from Big Sky, Montana, down to here, uh, okay, staying okay. in Santa Cruz, those kind of things. Matt doesn't wear them pants in his relationship. I don't think there are any pants in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a great answer. You know, I do know a couple where, where neither of them wear the pants. And the kid wears the pants. That's the worst situation. Uh, oh, it's a in. disaster. That's, that's a nightmare. I don't know. It looks like Avi does what he wants. Oh, please. Uh, oh, please. Alexa. Dan, come to my defense. <laughs> I watched, uh, well, this isn't to say that Avi wears the pants, but he picked up that frog statue about 9 million times when you told him to put it down. That's true. But that's just a kid being a kid. That's true. I didn't see you haul off and spank him, but maybe that didn't. Are you going to have kids? Not you. You. Me? If I'm ever blessed enough to have a wife, yeah. Do you want kids? Not until I find a wife. And where, and where, what, what? It's like we had that conversation the other night. Where are you in that process? Like, Um, you you like women. I do. Check. You see how many times he's asked me that question. You see, you see (laughs) women on a regular basis on the planet. You're on the planet earth and you see women regularly. I do. You interact with them. Yeah. You have it. You have internet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you have internet. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to make sure that you're like socially acclimated to the planet. Um. Uh, do you do dating websites? No, no. I think that would be a disaster for my profile to show up on Tinder or something. I mean, disaster. How? Oh, well, I think it'd be a huge success. A disaster in the way that he thinks it would be a success. <laughs> <laughs> I told Dan if I had his body that I I would just be out just sharing it with the world. <laughs> I would just be letting just that it's a shame that he's not doing that. It's self control is what it is. Um, which yeah. 
so so you're just you're just going with the flow like if you meet a woman at church or in line at the sandwich shop or yeah security great. guard at the crossfit games sure. whoever you're just waiting crossfit games is a really tough place to meet somebody though because everybody's so wound up with the competition like you're just your your mind isn't on that right but 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 you could have the spark the first interaction there or the spark or uh, potentially yeah i could see that happen <clears throat> so you just haven't had the you just haven't crossed paths with the person that's like stuck what do you mean oh with a person who's just like stuck in my mind or stuck yeah stuck with you oh like i uh, cross paths I guess, I guess so. I guess that's true. Yeah. Have you ever had that with a woman at the CrossFit Games? Sparks flew, emotions ran high. No, I don't think so. No. Not, not even in passing. Not even a glance. No, not that I can think of. Okay. I don't believe that. I think no, I. I think I, 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 I heard an editor. <laughs> <clears throat> Deleted. We'll edit that out. <laughs> well, I think that we've we've covered some good ground. I think that. Um, there's a lot more to cover, but we should wrap it up here. And uh, I didn't get any of the answers to anything that I wanted answers to. I'm just going to say that. I'm disappointed. It's totally my show. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric, is there anything you want to add? Uh, no. Eric, do you think it's weird that Dan came in and you pulled a rogue hat out of a plastic bag and had <laughs> <laughs> <Dan, laughs> sign it? I don't think it's weird. Well, I mean, Signed it for, for, for a, else. yeah, it's a me. gift. Oh, for our boy Ivan. Yeah, okay. Please. Hand out the hey, bag, Dan, kid. will you sign my dick so my wife can see it later? I mean, come on. <laughs> Jeez. What's on it, Swan? To whom? Uh, I can't read that. To mommy? Ivan. Oh, to Ivan. Oh, that's really cool. Ivan, who works out here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, he, he just got married. This past weekend. He did? Yeah. Who'd he marry? His fiance. I can't believe I wasn't invited. <laughs> Should uh, I have you to my wedding? Would you want to come to my wedding? Totally. When are you getting married? I don't know. I got to go back to the CrossFit Games and put Man. some passes on some girls, I guess. You should hop on Bumble. Oh, I what's Bumble? I got a buddy who's on Bumble. Isn't Bumble? Me which one's the more dirty version of whatever it is? I th- well, I think Bumble is relatively tame because as a guy, you put your profile up and the girls initiate conversation. So if the girls see something they like, there's a connection. You can start talking hmm. as opposed to... It's not going to matter, dude. He's, he's chum. <laughs> and women are sharks and he the same way he that's had, not true though because i'm still not i don't have a girlfriend i'm not it's because you co- it's because you cock block yourself you must step on your own dick like no. you wake up in the morning and just the first thing you do is put your heel on the head of your penis <laughs> that's not so, true at all <laughs> i don't think that i cock block myself <laughs> i'm just looking for the right the right person hey if someone like me, bad. if someone like me can stumble into some vagina, then you have to be cock blocking yourself. I'm telling you. But no, <clears throat> let me ask you this. Okay, let's be, let's be, let's get some metrics because I know you're a, a metrics guy. How often does a female DM you interested in some interaction beyond Instagram, like your email, a date, a? I wouldn't say that it's very often. For Once the, a month for the female to like reach out like that. I mean, I guess. What what quantifies a reach out? Like just hey, yeah, A T Y. That's yes. it. That's that a full yeah. like that counts. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> it's 2017. That counts. Then I, I don't know. I don't know how many. I couldn't tell you. It's called a lot. Every day. <laughs> no, not every day. No. How about you go in the DMs right now and see how many haze you got? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh boy. 
Have you ever had any romantic um, interactions with a female CrossFit Games athlete? Uh, not that I know of. I wouldn't share that on here if I did. Let's see. Julie Fouché, did you ever date her before she was married? No, Julie's been dating Danny for a long time. She was dating him back in 2010. That's when I met Julie. Brooke Wells? Brooke Wells? I don't know Brooke Wells well enough. Did you have breakfast with her and her mom at regionals? Did I hear didn't have breakfast with her and mom. They and stumbled mom. downstairs oh, and had breakfast? <laughs> sorry, I thought that was how I heard that story. No, they were eating in a table across the way. Okay, so there's a couple. I mean, there's just a couple sitting in there? Yeah. Is there anything that's more than hey? Is there a second word? Like, hey, uh, these are my measurements, or hey, I live in Ohio too, or no. Single question mark. <laughs> click on her profile, would no, you? No, that's not. You don't have to share with us. Just click on her profile and tell us what she looks like. Hey, you're the man. There's one that's just a heart. Can you click on hers? Just tell us what she looks like. They might be private. What <laughs> You can figure that out in real time right now. Click on it. Tell me what you think. So you're telling me there's a chance. Okay, so now this girl's got a I mean, profile picture I can't really tell. She's just standing there with a drink in her hand, got sunglasses on, whatever. It's kind of a faraway shot. But in the profile, it mentions uh, it's a quoted Bible verse slash prayer. And that to me is kind of attractive. Right. For sure. Brooke Wells has Christ in her profile. So is Brooke Wells attractive? Yes. I think Brooke Wells is attractive. I think so, too. Yep. Is she too young for you? I think the question would be, am I too old for her? Wait, how old are you? 33. No way. I don't think so. Dan, I feel like I've known you for the better part of a decade. You have, haven't you? 33? I had no idea. Yeah, I'm 33. Do you think Matt's a good co-host? Matt's great. Thanks, guys. He, do, he doesn't Bish know. And I, he Bish, doesn't... Bish and I have good banner on Twitter. <laughs> when John Hayes. <laughs> Jonathan. She's got to be, tw she's probably 23. Probably. So if you guys got married, then you'd be 43 and she'd be 33. 33. <clears throat> and then she'd oh be going gosh. through what you're going through right now and you'd be 43 and you could... Do you want it? Let's do it. Okay. How many minutes are we into this podcast? Doesn't matter. We're in. <laughs> so it, sounds, it sounds like Dan's calling the Dan's, shots now. Dan's too comfortable. <laughs> what? What do you got going on there? It's the podcast. What podcast? The podcast. You know, the podcast that you told me that you had to be the first guest <laughs> if you were going to approve it. And then I tried to get you on the show and you told me to go fuck myself. What? I'm not entertaining this stuff for your Instagram page. Hey, Dave. <laughs> it's for my Instagram page. It's for my life. It's for your life, for your health and benefit. This is for me. It would take you to do maybe one games workout that you programmed this year, RX'd, and complete it. Period. Not even under the time cap. Just. Well, actually, that's not fair because you could do the run, swim, run. Yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> What about one that involves a barbell or any kind of weight? How about a sub five minute Fran, Dave? Ooh, Starbucks. Yeah. See? I hate you guys. I hate you all. No, you don't. Hey, you hate did me. You, did you ask the question that I told him to ask you, Stefan? I did. 
I did. It was actually pretty good. I feel like I lost. I uh, I feel like he out-talked me there. I would love your question to be proposed from you. I, I already had my, my crony to answer to ask it for me. <laughs> your crony. It's crony. good. Who else is in the room? Bish and Eric. What's up, Dave? How's it going? Good. Good. Solid. Okay, well, let me get off of it when I'm done here. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Bye. I think that's a great place to end it. Guest appearance by, uh, by like, Oscar the Grouch, you know? What was the question? What was his question? He wanted me to fucking drill you about the Masters thing, but you're pretty good about You were pretty good about bobbing and weaving, and what do you think, I Matt? didn't bob and weave. I gave a direct answer. <clears throat> it sounds like the accolades aren't enough. That's really what I've walked away right. from. And so you turned it on me, which is a good, like, I pushed you so far that you're like, fuck this, I'm attacking back. <laughs> <laughs> you're like literally one of the only people I do that with. Because I know you don't take it then seriously. how the hell do you not have a wife yet? What do you mean? I mean, once you've mastered not attacking back... Oh, I don't know. That shit's like... I got to say that I don't like... Even if I think a girl's attractive or I think that she's cool or whatever, I don't do a whole lot. There's not a whole lot of initiating on my part. I'm not very good at that. You're That's just very, the honest truth. I'm not. Because you don't want to put yourself on the line. Uh, potentially, yeah, probably. But you put yourself on the line in front of this stadium, in front of all these people. Yeah, but that's something and that I have 100% control over. Let me tell you something. People have super duper duper high expectations sorry, did have super duper high expectations from you when you were on the field. Same with Josh Bridges. And you feel that. You feel that in the cheers. You feel that in just the embrace that the crowd gives you. They have super duper high expectations. So if you can go out there and manage that, dude. I don't know. That's probably, I feel like that's easier to manage than walking up to a girl stone called me like, hey, I think you're really cool. Would you want to go out on a date? But I'd say the odds are pretty much in your favor there, Dan. Uh, I don't know. Just skip that part and just grab her. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) More great advice. (laughs) You know what I used to do when I was in college? I would sit next, I would find a girl that I liked in, in the class. Yeah. And then I would sit next to her. And then every day I would talk to her a little bit before class, after class. And as it just got more and more. See, but I'm not that manipulative. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's called courtship. Okay. No, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, it's, it's called, you know. See, but I'm not. I'm not. Okay, go ahead. It's and then I would literally, I would literally do this. Just sitting in class, like anthropology 101. He's talking about how primates you take, fight. You is, would take anthropology 101. <laughs> And I would just reach over and hold their hand. Oh my gosh. Just in the no, middle. No, you wouldn't. You're Man, lying dude. so bad. No dude, I swear. You're lying hey. so bad. All right. All right. And if you're not lying, then we live in different times today from what, whenever that was, 1970, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not hey. how. I, in, in my seven years as an undergrad, I, I did that a dozen times. <laughs> seven years yeah, as an undergrad. Yeah. I did that a dozen times. And I'm telling you, it, they were some great relationships. You would, you would go to jail and you'd be on CNN News the next day as like... The I mean, most hated human being on planet Earth. The infamous And then Trump tomorrow world. Trump would endorse you and, I mean, everything would just spiral out of control. <laughs> God, I, I hope go. no one makes it to the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you've made it this far. All right, I'm really oh, ending I'm going to cut these clips out and use them on my own social media. I'm ending this here. Um, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Thank you. Eric Maciel. Pleasure. I approve. <laughs>